Hello and welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. It's a solo episode today and I am sat in my office and I'm actually freezing this morning. It's one of those sunny September mornings where you know autumn is on its way and the front part of our house is really getting the sun and is so warm and we have a conservatory now, so like a sort of like glass house bit that's attached to our house and it's so gorgeously warm in there, but my office is at the back of the house and it's pretty freezing in here. And believe it or not, until this year, I didn't have an office. How crazy is that? I've been in business 17 years now. I run an international business. I have a whole team that work for me. I train thousands and thousands of people to be face yoga teachers. Millions of people do my face yoga around the world, but I didn't have an office. And actually, I want to tell you guys that because if you think that running a business means having this perfect office, whether it's in your home or elsewhere, then it definitely isn't the way. I worked on a desk in my dining room area whilst we were in this house the last few years. And then when we were in my previous house, I used to have people actually come to me now and again for face yoga sessions, for trainings, for yoga. So I had like a studio area and I had my desk in there as well. So never had a real sort of dedicated office space which is what I've now done in this house. Now, it used to be my kids' playroom, but I realised they were never using it. And it was such a waste of space. And I really wanted somewhere where I had all my lights set up. So when I did filming, it was already there. My podcast equipment all set up. So this is what I have now. So after 17 years, I now have an office space. But I do believe you can do business differently. I do believe that that old paradigm of thinking we have to wear the corporate suits and we have to hire huge office spaces and we have to have all our employees sat next to us all day long, that's gone out the window. That doesn't exist anymore. You can do business the way you want. I have never aspired to have a huge office, to have everyone that works with me to be around me every day. In fact, everyone that works within Face Yoga Expert and within Soul Purpose Business are freelance. They all work in their own homes, some of them in an office space in their own homes, some of them on their dining room table, on their kitchen table, wherever. But I really believe so deeply in freedom and flexibility for myself that I want my team to feel that too. So I do do things differently. And if you do want to know a little bit more about how I've done things so differently, but still manage to create a multiple six-figure business, then my Be Your Own Brand course really guides you through all this. So it's a 10-session course, so it's 90 minutes per session. And it's all a video-based learning. And I take you through everything that I have learned over the last 17 years. But as well as that, I guide you to use your own intuition of what is right for you, really having a business around the lifestyle that you want to have, having self-care as a top priority, but also making the money you deserve. So we go really deeply into clearing out money blocks, understanding your 
soulmate client, understanding your soul purpose within your current business or within a business that you would like to set up. I teach you strategy when it comes to your social media, how to grow an audience, how to keep an audience, how to make sales through your audience as well. And we go through each of the seven key chakras as themes each session. And that allows you to not only connect yourself on an energetic level, but to learn strategy that really works for you and your business. And I feel like we're in such uncertain times at the moment that I really believe the greatest investment we can make during these uncertain times is for ourselves, is for our education, is for our own learning, because our knowledge and our skills that we learn and create within us, we have for life. So it allows us to navigate our way through these tricky times. So if you are a woman who loves wellness, maybe you already have a business within the wellness sector, maybe you're a yoga teacher, a face yoga teacher, a beauty therapist, um, a holistic therapist, a fitness professional, or perhaps you have a business and you just want well-being to be an important part of that. So I have had people come on this course, for example, that run various children's nurseries, but she came on there because she really wanted to learn about how to market her business successfully, how to find her sole purpose within the business, but also how to put wellness at the forefront of her and her team's day, strategy, and everything else. So I know you're going to love it. If you go to yoursolepurposebusiness.com, all the information's on there. So let's get into this week's episode, which is all about my crazy hormones. So I have been on quite a journey. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or get my newsletter, then you probably know a little bit about my journey. So about six months ago, I was finally diagnosed with PMDD. So this is a more extreme version of PMS. And to be honest with you, I think I've probably had this since my period started just before my 14th birthday. So I've always really felt that about half the month, definitely about 10 days a month, I feel like a completely different person to I do the rest of the month. Now, most people probably wouldn't even realise this because I've started to put together, I guess, such a sophisticated coping strategy of self-care that I'm able to navigate my way through it. But inside, I feel really low and really quite unwell. So it affects me physically as well. It affects every muscle in my body, um, my head, my throat, everything is affected as well as my mood. Now, I spoke to a doctor about this and about how significantly different it is and how really low that I have sometimes got in those times. And then she gave me this diagnosis. Now, I think the label is just a way of me sort of putting in a box and other people that know me putting in a box a little bit. Um, I never like clinging to labels and maybe that label helped me just to kickstart a deeper healing process because I feel like the self-care that I had been doing was more, I guess, to cope with it. Whereas now, since I've had this diagnosis, I feel like I'm healing. 
And there feels like there's a real difference and a real shift. And I think the biggest difference and shift is it being recognised by A, a medical professional, but B, by myself as well. And also me talking about it. I'm definitely a verbal processor. Um, One of the amazing holistic therapists I see actually said this to me this week. And she said, as I talk about things, whether it be with friends, with family, with my husband, or even maybe with you guys on the podcast, this is how I make sense of things. So I think just talking about it has really kickstarted this healing process. So I'm not just doing that surface level self-care anymore just to get through the month. I'm actually thinking, how can I really heal the root cause of this? So let me tell you how I have been healing. And let me start off by telling you some really good news. So last month, I actually was symptom free. And I can't believe I'm actually saying that. And I'm not setting myself up to think that, yes, that's going to be the way every single month. But it was such a good month, although there was lots of exceptions to the rule that month. I cut out sugar completely for about two weeks, and I really think that made a big difference. And I don't normally completely cut out like that. I had an eight-day digital detox in the lead up to my period, so I didn't work at all. I didn't look at any emails. I didn't speak to my team about anything. I didn't do any teaching, any filming, any podcasting, any social media. I didn't consume any social media, nothing. So I'm sure that was a massive, massive reason. And thirdly, because I think the new supplements I've been taking have kicked in. But anyway, that combination was excellent. Whether I can take eight days off every month, (laughs) I'm not sure. But the other things I definitely can do. So my first part of this healing journey was getting something called a Dutch test. And this is a dried urine sample test. And what you basically do is you wee on a piece of paper, so almost like a stick piece of paper, every day across a month. And and a few particular days, you actually have to um, wee a couple of times on the stick or urinate, (laughs) if I'm going to use a slightly more official term, but I'm sure you guys don't mind me saying we. Um, So anyway, I was doing that and it was quite a process to be honest with you, because you have to remember to do it as soon as you get up. Um, You have to remember to dry it out. You have to remember to put it all in its packet. So you really have to be dedicated and you can't miss a day either. Now I ordered this through Pippa Campbell Health and you may remember Pippa Campbell came on the podcast. She did a short podcast, but it was a really informative episode. And I actually ordered my Dutch test through her. It got delivered to me and then I send it directly through to the lab. So the lab that actually does the Dutch test. Now I got the report back and it was a 12 page report and it literally made no sense to me. So I messaged through to Pippa and she gave me just a very brief sort of overview. And she said, that I'm very estrogen dominant from about day 20, which makes a lot of sense why I'm getting those quite extreme PMS symptoms. Um, she said that my dopamine levels are lower than they should be. I favor a particular androgen part pathway, which probably makes sense why I had such bad acne when I was a teenager. And she also said that my adrenals are more fatigued and burnt out than they should be. 
So she recommended that I take a few supplements. And obviously these only come as a recommendation. Um, I wouldn't just say go and take these without getting tested properly. So she recommended that I take something called DIM, which is cruciferous vegetables. And it's a very, very high concentrate of cruciferous vegetables. And if you are very estrogen dominant, then those cruciferous vegetables, so an example would be broccoli or cabbage, um, are so important to have. And actually taking in a supplement form so it's a high concentration is great as an add-on to your diet. So I have to take those from day 20. Um, she prescribed me an adrenal support. So I'm taking those twice a day and also ashwagandha as well, which helps with mood and reducing stress. So that was really, really helpful. And then I also decided to get into some really deep sacral womb healing. So I've been having a few sessions with a wonderful therapist who does two things. She does somatic therapy. So that's where you're going into parts of your body and really understanding how how those parts of your body are feeling, listening to what they're telling you, and then going through the healing process. She also does something called internal family systems. And this is about acknowledging the different parts within us, speaking to those parts, hearing those parts, and then going through the healing process with that. So I'm finding that really helpful as well. And it's amazing when you go into that sort of relaxed state, you use your intuition, which is something which I have found more and more over the last couple of years easier to access. So actually, I quite quickly, I can listen to what my womb area, what my sacral area is telling me and what the different parts within me are telling me about that area. So there was lots of crazy things that came up that I wasn't expecting. Loads of really deep sort of ancestral things, really deep healing for myself and women that have come before me and women that are and generations in front of me lots and lots of deep stuff. And that is really interesting for me, but also I feel like it's shedding layers and our hormones are so caught up in our womb or womb space area, in our sacral area and emotions and stories from this life and from previous lives that are within that area. So I'm finding that really helpful as well. Other things which I do, as well as of course the supplements which are helping so well, it's just simple things, but things that I am now doing very mindfully as a healing rather than a coping strategy. So yoga, of course, it's always formed a huge part of my life. One of my non-negotiables every day, one of my three non-negotiables. Walking, one of my other non-negotiables I do every day. But this has become probably my favourite self-care practice that I do. I walk every day, mostly alone. So probably four to five days a week alone. Some days I'll go with my husband. Some days I'll go with my kids. Some days I'll go with my friends. But walking is hugely healing for me. And I'm finding walking in nature really, really healing as well. My third non-negotiable, which I do every day, of course, is face yoga. But again, I'm doing this from a very deep, intuitive healing place rather than either just something to tick off because I've done it that day or because I'm using it to desperately help me to cope with something that's going on with my hormones. So love those three things. Also deep breathing. I cannot recommend this enough for 
everything. So whatever you're going through, whether it's a hormonal issue, whether you're into perimenopause, whether you're into menopause, whether you're suffering from difficult periods, whether your stress levels are high, any ailment can be deeply, deeply helped and in some cases deeply healed by deep breathing. In fact, let's just do that together now. Let's just take a lovely long deep breath in and a long breath out. God, it feels so good, doesn't it? We need to do that so much more. I almost wish there was a little reminder like every three minutes that said to me, Danielle, don't forget to breathe. We all need that so much. I'm also enjoying sweating. Now that sounds crazy, but I rarely in my life have sweat. Now I tend to do exercise, yoga, Pilates, walking. I do the gym as well but I never really break into a sweat. I don't do cardio enough to really break into a huge sweat. I mean, of course I get a little bit sweaty, but not a huge sweat. But I've realized that actually my body wants to excrete some toxins. So I've started going and using a sauna a couple of times a week, if I can three times, but definitely twice a week. I find that really great. And I think from an energetic and a spiritual point of view, the sweating, the bring, being in that very hot environment and just releasing everything is so, so deeply healing. Now, I've never had caffeine and I haven't had, well, I say never, but I haven't had it since I was very ill with ME when I was 21 or alcohol either. But I honestly believe if you're going through a hormonal journey, as I said, at whatever stage you're at, caffeine and alcohol are massive, massive triggers. So I really believe in cutting those out. Gluten as well is something which I've cut out entirely the last few years. I was diagnosed a couple of years ago as celiac um, because I wasn't absorbing my iron at all and my iron levels were consistently getting very, very low despite having iron infusions. And um, my doctor actually discovered it's because my um, the lining of my stomach wasn't able to actually absorb the iron and potentially quite a lot of other the nutrients as well. So yes, I am gluten-free, but I'm not saying that that is the case for everybody when it comes to your hormones, but definitely at least reducing down your gluten would be good. And sugar. Uh, do you know what? Sugar is the one that gets me more than anything. So I don't mind the no alcohol, definitely don't mind the no uh, caffeine. And actually the gluten has been easy for me, but I must admit the sugar is one thing I struggle with. I love my dark chocolate and I really love having treats when I go out. So like having a dessert, if I'm going out for dinner or having an ice cream, with my kids. So you know, I don't cut that out a hundred percent, but what I am going to try and do is 80 to 90% cut it out in the week leading up to my period. As I said, I did that when I did the eight day digital detox last month prior to my um, period, I also completely cut out the sugar and it was such a good combination. Um, so like I said, I can't really just stop working every month for a whole week. I mean, maybe I can, I am in control of my own business. So as I say that, I think, well, maybe I could start looking at doing that, you know, working three weeks of the month. I will have a think about that. But the sugar, you know, I am in control with, but there's also a part of me that sort of says there is a level of enjoyment in it. But I believe deeply in my soul, the less sugar I have, the better my hormones will be. I also am starting to live in tune with my cycle. 
This is so, so important. And I cannot believe I didn't do this until about six months ago. So now I use an app. I use an app called MyFlow. And there's lots of apps out there. You know, I've got no um, sort of um, preference to that one. It's just the one I happened to pick and I started using. But anything where you can start to understand which phase you are in of your cycle is so key. So what I used to do is just think, oh my goodness, I feel horrendous for a week or 10 days and think I'm coming down with something, I'm feeling ill, oh my gosh, am I depressed, have I got anger issues, all of these things. And then my period would suddenly come and it would be a complete surprise to me. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. And I start to piece it together. Now I know the time that I potentially would feel any negative feelings before they even come, which for me is so, so helpful. I can almost say, okay, so I'm day 20 now and I'm likely to start to feel a difference. And if I don't feel the difference like last month, I can actually consciously be aware of what I'm doing differently. So I cannot tell you how important really understanding your cycle is and also understanding exactly how many days your cycle is. So I always said, oh yeah, my cycle's 28 days. And actually what I've realised is somewhere between 26 and 30 days each month. And it does vary a little bit. My period is always around seven days. I have a couple of light days. I have a couple of really heavy days and then it trails off for a few days. So I have a fairly long period, but I only have a very heavy bleed for one to two days. But understanding you and understanding your cycle is so, so important. So track it guys, for sure. I'm really enjoying using crystal bowls as well. As many of you know, at the beginning of this year, I did my training in crystal bowl sound healing, and I am using the crystal bowls at the end of many workshops I'm doing in the Soul Purpose Business Be Your Own Brand course. There are sessions where I use the bowl at the end of the session. So you'll enjoy the video, watch the video, do all the activities, do all the journaling, do all the strategy, make all your decisions. And quite often it finishes with a beautiful sound bath as well. But from a personal point of view, particularly my sacral chakra bowl, I'm finding is very healing and very beautiful to use and to play for even just five minutes or 10 minutes, particularly when I have my period, when I have that heavy bleed day, it just helps me go to a very deep place in a very helpful and healing way. And acupuncture is something I have done for many years, probably for about 10 years, but that really helps me as well. And I also have herbs from my Chinese medicine doctor, and she gives me ones in particular that I can use in the lead up to my period. And Reiki, I want to start doing more of this on myself. So year before last, I did my Reiki one and two training. And again, I bring this into my teachings. But for about a year, I did a self-Reiki morning practice. So before I even opened my eyes, I would do a healing practice throughout the seven chakras. And I've stopped doing that now, but I do feel like that would be something which would be very helpful to get me back on track. And the last thing I would definitely, definitely say has made a huge difference to healing my hormones. And again, I would really, really recommend this for you wherever you are in your cycle or wherever you are in your hormonal journey. And that is rest. 
Now, we always think it has to be really fancy therapies or lots of different tests or lots of different advice from holistic professionals, but it actually sometimes can be as simple as listening to our body and resting, particularly two weeks out of the four. There are definitely two weeks where naturally our body wants to do more. It wants to be around other people. It wants to create. It wants to work a little bit harder. It has energy. It has vitality. But the week leading up to our period and then the week of our period is much more an inward time. So it's almost like the autumn and winter versus the spring and the summer. And in the autumn and winter, we want to just retreat a little bit. We want to go a little bit slower. We want to cozy down. So honour that. I do feel in our society that we are just expected to keep going and going as women. And if we do stop or we do slow down, particularly in the lead up to our period or during our period, it's looked at as a weakness in some way. But I actually see this as a real strength. As women, we are cyclical creatures. We have this natural cycle and our body gets so much wisdom and strength by actually going very slow or slower a couple of weeks a month and then much more stronger and faster. And this is the way that it should be. We should have that natural rest and then creation process. So honour that, see strength in that. And I'm sure that almost every one of you listening would love a little bit more time to take it slow, would love someone to give you permission to say, okay, so maybe even just a couple of days before your period and a couple of days when you're bleeding most heavy, take it slower. And if your periods are almost stopped or have stopped, go with the moon cycle and actually start to take that time, just at least a week or two a month to go slower. And then a few weeks when you're ready to pick up the pace. It's a wonderful cycle to honour. It's not a weakness. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift that we have as women. Okay, guys, I hope you have found that helpful. If you do want to know more about your hormones, I would first of all say go to your doctor, then Pippa Campbell Health, and I've got no allegiance or alliance in any way. Pippa Campbell has been brilliant. She's come on my podcast, but I fully paid for my Dutch test and all my supplements and everything from her. So don't think that this is an ad in any way, not at all. It is just what I recommend. So definitely have a a look at what she does and also, you know, draw on help from other people as much as you can in whatever way feels good for you. So whether it be acupuncture, whether it be going to therapy or whether it just be honouring your cycle, allowing yourself to rest, even if that's the only thing you take from this, then that is really helpful. But knowing not only where you are in your cycle, but where you are in your phases. So whether you're perimenopausal, whether you're menopausal, can really be helpful too. And actually, when I had my Dutch test, Pippa Campbell said, I'm not quite at perimenopause yet, but I'm on the cusp of it. So I'm expecting my body at some point to go into the perimenopause state, which, you know, is understandable because I'm 40. And as we go into our 40s, that is what we would expect. But I'm trying to do as much healing as I can now to then navigate through those times. Okay, lots of love, everyone. If you'd like more information, 
information about your Be Your Own Brand course, don't forget to go to yoursoulpurposebusiness.com. Also, if you like this podcast, please do leave a review. Please rate it. Please share on social media. Tag me in. Face Yoga Expert or Soul Purpose Business or Face Yoga Expert Podcast is also another one of my Instagram accounts. You can tag me in and I will reshare it. And I love, love, love hearing what episodes you like, which episodes you don't like. I'm really stepping into doing a few more solo episodes now. So let me know. Do you enjoy them? Okay, guys, take care. Bye-bye. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.